Blog Talk Radio. Sign away for apps on a phone. phone. Big Brother can come and go and remove you from your home. You cry out for help, but you're Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another segment of the Justice for All show. Uh, my name is Sam Clark, along with retired uh, Captain Andrew Selby and Dr. Uh, Smith, um, a former teacher and administrator. Uh, we're going to be analyzing the policies, procedures, and practice of uh, law enforcement agencies, fire departments, corrections departments, and the educational system. And this evening, our segment is going to discuss the recent school shooting uh, in 2018 in the United States of America. Gentlemen, how are you all today in the eastern part of uh, the eastern northern part of uh, the United States? Well, this is Dr. Smith on this end, and... Um... I'm doing as well as could be expected, given the circumstances. Well, great. This is Captain Selby. Uh, and what was that, uh, Captain Selby? I was just saying I'm here, ready to uh, participate in this very serious topic. Yes, uh, absolutely. As uh, any of us know, unless our heads were in the sand over the last uh, six months or so, um, there has been... Um, some unfortunate and uh, deadly violence inside um, schools, institutions of learning, where there are young kids, our future, uh, have been uh, shot down and killed. Uh, Teachers shot down and killed um, trying to uh, teach and protect under their watch. Uh, This is absurd, and it's happening much too often in the United States, um, where this is not a phenomenon that is really occurring in any other country, um, mainly here in uh, the United States. So, um, Dr. Smith, I'd like for you to bring in, you know, your experience and uh, expertise as being a teacher and and that very, very crucial and challenging uh, job to um, bring your knowledge and experience uh, experience, um, to this particular topic because you, you know, taught in the classroom and and supervised. And um, we definitely want to get your take on this crazy situation, the best way that I can put it, that's occurring in our country. Go ahead, uh, Dr. Smith. Yes. Um, For the purposes of just to the point, I think that the NRA, as the powerful lobby that it is, uh, is more interested 
in protecting the Second Amendment rights or the rights to bear arms as opposed to keeping our children safe in school. Um, I, like so many of so many other of us, we're just um, brokenhearted about the rash of violence, gun violence, and any other kind of violence that's going on in our public schools. But what I don't particularly understand is why don't people, whoever they are, just call the gun violence in our public schools or public institutions um, of higher education? Why don't they just simply call it what it is? And the way I see it, bluntly put, is that the gun violence and the other violence that's occurring in our schools all across the nation from coast to coast is simply domestic terrorism, whether it occurs in Columbine, Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, and now in Parkland High School in Florida, it's domestic violence. So again, from my view, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, seems to be more interested in supporting uh, the Second Amendment as opposed to keeping our children safe in schools. Um, I'm just a little brokenhearted about that. I, like so many other people, um, one tiny little bit of consolation in the form of a proposal that the NRA um, floated to uh, the politicians, uh, the state and local legislators, the lawmakers, is that we're going to they're going to raise the minimum age of being able to purchase a weapon from 18 to 21 but that's of no consolation to so many of us in America um and so many families in America who lost their loved ones um, what do we do in a situation like that a number of people who work with me at school, they've asked me, uh, Dr. Smith, since you had some experience working um, with um, disarming youngsters in school, during the time in which I was a teacher, I had to disarm youngsters who came to school with knives. Never did I have to be in a situation where I had to disarm youngsters who were carrying automatic AR-15s or Uzi submachine guns or anything like that, which is to say that we as teachers, we're not trained to disarm people who carry those high-volume, high-magazine, powerful weapons. So it's a, it's a quagmire that we're all in, but what do we do about it? So, again, one of the proposals that a number of us have heard um, based on what people are saying in Washington, D.C., is that, well, in order to deal with the problem, let's um, just have the teachers and the janitors and the school administrators and the cafeteria workers and bus drivers um, have a certain amount of training and then arm those people um, with some sort of deadly weapon to preclude or prevent or somehow curtail the violence that's in schools. Um, teachers and janitors and cafeteria workers, they didn't go to school. They didn't sign up to be armed personnel in school. And a lot of those said employees do not have the the spirit or the will or the mental wherewithal to be responsible with such a deadly weapon um, in, the, in the event that. 
a situation like that occurs, irrespective of how allegedly trained they are. So I um, I have points of view that are much in contention with that mindset of arming the teachers and arming other school personnel with weapons uh, to uh, allegedly preclude uh, a violent attempt in schools. Uh, another thing, too, and as much as these high-powered weapons are so easily bought on the Internet, they can easily be bought or just as easily be bought at uh, Walmart or Field and Stream or Dick's Sporting Goods Store. So the solution in my view, not that I have an immediate solution, but the solution to this problem is not inundating schools from coast to coast from New York to California with guns. To me, that would just simply further exacerbate the problem, especially when you have people, school personnel, who may not, irrespective of their training, they may not be mentally and educationally um, astute or adroit or of common sense to be able to act appropriately in a given situation should that occur. So that's my view on the matter at this point. Well, I, I certainly thank you, uh, uh, Dr. Smith, uh, for that. And uh, I would just like to, uh, to to add to this. You mentioned the Second Amendment, um, this, this right to bear arms. And um, this is supposed to be a um, dynamic um, democracy. And, and, and those might argue that we have no democracy anymore. Uh, but... Um, in a dynamic uh, democracy, as we all are supposed to be more enlightened and, and uh, more aware human beings, we need to modify some things that were maybe said, um, um, you know, initially instituted two two centuries ago. Okay, when the whole um, country was was different. The country was new. It was still in the process of, you know, committing genocide on the indigenous people, and uh, you know, so the, the right to, to, to bear arms and having arms at that, that particular time, uh, you know, may have been um, the way to go. However, we're in 2018. We're supposed to be enlightened. What the heck do you have active shooter drills? Sometimes that's mind-boggling in itself. I know when I went to school, you had fire drills. When I was in elementary school, the fire drills. Now you're having live shooter drills. I mean, what the heck does that do to the mentality and uh, of, uh, of a youngster? You know, and and with this uh, amendment to to the right to bear arms, um, does that mean that you the, the right to bear um, arms that are for mass murder, basically? I mean, a, a gun is a, a weapon. You may use a pencil as a weapon, but that's not what it's designed for. A gun is designed to cause a serious body injury or 
and to sell these magazines with you know, large uh, amount of ammunition and rapid fire. What for what purpose? That's beyond simple protection. And one final thought uh, 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 with that, uh, gentlemen, is that many would say that we need arms in case the government starts to overreach. And this is a way of rebelling against a overreaching, uh, tyrannical government. Well, you already have your rights <laughs> taken. You under mass surveillance. Every email, every phone call, it, it, you know, it is being you're being watched. You know, without a warrant. Just mass surveillance. You don't have uh, the habeas corpus. You can be snatched up and held without without charge. That, that's that's pretty severe. So all these guns and the Second Amendment hasn't given people the ability to retain their, their rights and, and push the government out of, of this mass surveillance. So that's that's a weak argument because even with, with your gun rights, the, gov- the government has overreached. So that's a very weak argument. And it's really time to decide whether an elected official that represents the citizen, particularly our kids, our future, or they represent the money brokers, the gun manufacturers, well, etc. Any 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 thoughts on that, Doctor? Well, um, I would I, I would I, first I, like um, Captain Selby to chime in, please. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to give you guys, uh, I wasn't a police officer and I wasn't a teacher. However, as a fire captain, uh, I went to 9-11. Because of that, uh, I was involved and I went to uh, uh, February on Valentine's Day for the week of 2005. I was selected to go to uh, responding to terrorist incidents in, uh, in your community. Completed that course where I was actually the lead in that a particular course where certain things were declassified, you had to get certain um, clearance to go to this particular event. And, and when I came, when I retired from the fire department, and as Dr. Smith is well aware, uh, we both stayed in the education system. However, I went on the side of school security. And when I was there, uh, I, I had a whole lot, host of ideas. If we're talking about protecting the children, we could easily protect the children if we really want to do it. Now, we could use what Sam's talking about, surveillance. They surveillance everything. So what you want to do is form a – you don't have to arm the teachers. You can use the resources you have already. You can uh, – you have cameras in all the schools. You have the cameras. Uh, when you initiate an incident command system, you should have the cameras automatically relay right to the police department where the police department can monitor all the hallways because damn near all the schools in New Jersey have cameras in them, and they can be easily modified to do that. And, and what you want to do is stop the threat before it gets in the building because nine times out of ten it's coming from the outside in. So what you want to do is have a perimeter. That means you have to do perimeter checks where the people inside feel safe. Uh, you want to stop the person before they get into the building. 
around the entire building. So that's very easily done. I actually did it, and it's on Channel 4. When I retired, uh, I, I was working uh, for Union Township Security. I still work part-time here and there. However, Channel 4 tried to get into a school I was working at called Connecticut Farms. Everyone could look this up on Channel 4. It was the Rosin Report, and I actually practiced what I preached. What I did was I saw this guy come approach. I didn't know he had a camera. He had an undercover camera. He actually used the school I was working security at as a model, which you're supposed to do, and he used other schools, which he just walked right into, elementary schools in Maplewood, elementary schools throughout the state of New Jersey, which was a year after the shooting in Connecticut. So people can look, you can look that up yourself. Please don't believe me. Just look it up. But what I did was I approached the person before they got even to the door because I saw them coming. So I'm active security. You have passive security sitting around doing nothing, and you have active security, which nobody really wants to respond to. You're paying these people. If they don't have guns, they have eyes, and they're supposed to be looking all the time. So what I do is I approach that person, and I stopped him from either entering. I asked for his ID before entering the building. I didn't even have a gun on my hip. I just, as a security officer, I went and did that. So the whole lot of the host of things we can do, those drills, I agree with you, Sam, are almost like scare tactics when they used to uh, say, go underneath the desk when the atom bomb's going to explode like in the 60s. Well, uh, yes, I participate in those drills, and, and some of them are useful, but uh, you have to be proactive, too, in some of the things you do. And part of that is a perimeter, and you have security, you have police, and you have, uh, like you said, Sam, we have this high-tech surveillance everywhere. So you should be able to stop it prior to it getting in. And and, and the other thing, we, we, we all didn't, and you in law enforcement, Sam, I really want you to talk about this. I'm talking fast because I'm very excited and, and upset over this. We didn't we didn't really talk about nobody really, you here and there, the breakdown of law enforcement because when they say see it, then you're supposed to report it, well, then nobody acted on it. There's a whole lot of things that happened there. There was a big breakdown for, for that particular incident in, in, in Florida. It's a breakdown with uh, law enforcement. I want you to speak on, on that, Sam. Uh, uh, however, with security and protecting, if you really want to protect the children, yes, you can. You, can, and you have tactics already in place. You have something called the incident command system, and you have to actually utilize it. And part of that for an active shooter, yes, if you go and have a gunfight with the active shooter, the active shooter now, if you didn't kill him or shoot him, the active shooter now will be drawing his attention on you instead of all the students around. I do believe in going in and going after that person. However, stop the person before I even get in the building. That, you know, that's not hard to do with the technology we have now. I don't understand that part. Someone has to physically walk up to the building. They don't materialize inside the building. So when schools are session, especially when a fire, when a fire alarm is pulled or drills being performed, the police department should automatically go to the, whatever school it is because that's another way that, that they could take people out. There's a whole host of things that could be done if they really want to, use their brains to put it together. I just, I actually, like I said, you can look me up and see what I did. And there's a whole lot of other things we can do. And that's all I want to say about that. If we really want to protect the children, that's what we're talking about. But, you know, all the other things are politics. There's things that can be done right now, right now, the second, without arming teachers. It's just make people be accountable and responsible and do do some of the things I'm talking about. I'm sorry, to elaborate, I can elaborate a lot more of this because I have a detailed plan, which hold up, which I actually introduced to a, a school board. 
I have plans for what they can be done. There's a lot of things that can be done. Uh, nobody really, it seems like nobody really wants to get, they want to play politics. And, and as far as uh, making the age 21, then what do you do, make the age 21 to go fight in a war? Because at the same time, you're going to do that. You're going to disarm, you know, it's people who are, you know, that, that kid had mental issues. So that's a whole other issue. However, you're going to disarm, I, 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 I've mixed emotions about that because you're going to introduce a kid to go fight in war, but then you're going to restrict him why he's here that he can't uh, shoot or practice, you know, and he's not doing anything wrong. So there's a whole lot of things that need to be addressed here, and, and that's all I have to say about that right now. Yes, go ahead, briefly to – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doug. No, I was just going to try to expand a little bit more on what both you and Sam said. I'm sorry, what both you and uh, Captain Selby said. In regard to the uh, National Rifles Association, um, in this capitalistic society or the country that we call the United States of America that most of us love dearly, is that um, the National Rifle Association is a proprietary business, and they have predominantly as their motivation profit or money or, or capital or funds or, or wealth that they can accumulate for themselves to create lobbies to go to Washington to have the politicians in Washington do their bidding. And a whole lot of how, in my view, a whole lot of how the NRA is able to be as strong as it is as an institution or as a, as a group is because they literally have hundreds of millions of dollars that they can pay the lawmakers off, whether the lawmakers are local lawmakers, whether the lawmakers are state lawmakers, whether the lawmakers are um, senators and congressmen in Washington, D.C., to forward the agenda of the NRA. So I think that is why and how they are as powerful as they are, because if I am the NRA and you are a prospective politician who wants to move up on the next rung or stay in your political position, whatever that is, and be in that position term after term after term uncontested. And if I put in your political war chest or if I put in your coffers or if I put in your financial bank account or if I put in whatever discretionary income you want to call it, if I put into your campaign literally millions of dollars, I have bought, as the NRA, I have bought and paid for you, and you will do whatever I ask you to do because you want to maintain that political, social position of power and authority, and you will do anything to hold on to well, that. Well, well you're, that. you're talking about lobbying. I, I think lobbying should be outlawed. I think that should be illegal right across the board, my personal opinion, mm-hmm. because that, that's serving companies. Uh, I 100% agree with you. Not just the NRA. There's a whole lot of other companies I can name, too. And I, right, I couldn't right. agree with you more, more than 1,000%, that that is a big part of this issue. But now that the cat's out the bag or the uh, horse has left the barn, uh, toothpaste out the tube, because right now we can go purchase a gun illegally. The criminals right now, there's so many guns in the street. Uh, I, I worked in Patterson as a fireman. Uh, Sam worked in Newark as, as a police officer. There's so many guns in the street now. Look at what's going on in Chicago. That's a, that, you can't that's not even a buy a gun, carry a gun. But there's so many guns there already. That's a big issue, too. So, uh, 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 the, uh, unfortunately, the criminal is, doesn't 
you're not going to go most likely go to the gun store and go through that process. That that that, that was something that fell in the cracks. But your average criminal doesn't do that. The average criminal goes right to the streets and has some money in his hand and go buy a gun at any time of the day, like 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 going to a twenty four seven eleven. And so that's that's the reality mm-hmm. that was going on. Nobody really wants to address it. Nobody says that. They're talking about the legal aspect, but nobody's really talking about the illegal aspect because that that, that that's out there already. Well, we talk about the okay. um, um yes, yeah, Doctor Smith, you can finish your point with the with the uh, uh, with the NIA and and yeah. their money influence. Yeah, well, just real short succinctly put to talk about the illegal aspects of how easy it is for people to obtain a weapon, um, then um, you'd have to have a more serious look, a more clearer look at how to uh, prevent or preclude that problem or that phenomena from occurring and then subsequently um, come up with some kind of way to be accountable for whatever actions we took as an operation in, operational entity to preclude all that. Yeah, correct. The um, the the means that someone could get a gun uh, illegal, um, yes, that uh, that definitely happened. Uh, but when you have so much of a um, a push for guns, every time there is a violent incident, the NRA, or those that support the uh, gun lobby, their solution is more guns. Wow. You know, on the teachers or, or whatever. And the teachers, their job is to teach. That's their yeah, job. I Absolutely. So this, this solution, more guns, is, is really no solution. That is, in my opinion, utter madness. I it's agree. Utter madness. It's just, you know, six guns for every American. That's <laughs> that's, that's pure madness. That's, crazy. that's an enlightened, non-violent society. I, I really don't think so. And yeah. one uh, one other point is. I respect the young people that are standing up, that's our future, that are standing up to face off with legislators to demand serious action that will protect them. And I commend them for that. And it's shameful that we adults, particularly those that are elected, don't have the fortitude to do what's right because they they're prostituted by the uh, big money, whether it's the NRA or um, gun manufacturers, and that's who they represent. They do not rep- represent the citizens, and hopefully, those young people will see through that and. When they're old enough to, to to vote, that perhaps they run for office or they vote for candidates that do not accept big money and only accept donations from 
citizen and that we they're owned by the citizens, not by these big the corporations. That's right. Right. That's and to, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, please. No, no, no. Go, go, I'm sorry. Sorry. You no, go I was right just, now. Just before, gentlemen, just before you get started, I just want to, um, you know, let everybody know that, uh, of course, you're, you're listening to the Justice for All show with uh, uh, Captain Selby, Dr. Smith, and myself, uh, Sam Clark. And one thing about the Justice for All show, we encourage you to empower yourself. You can listen to uh, CBS, ABC. You can listen to thousands of blogs or whatever uh, that that's out there. Uh, but we tell you, don't take our word. We encourage you to do your own research, to fact check what we, we say, to look at alternative uh, uh, positions or even opposing positions. And that's how you can make a decision because a, a, a democracy could never work unless you have informed citizens that now can make great decisions. And so if, if we ask you to scrutinize us that way, you should do that to all these main media outlets because they're owned by big money. Um, and, and one more thing during our sort of halftime break here. Um, we support open source um, software because it's low cost or free, and it gives you the ability, if you have the, the knowledge, to tweak it and change it and what have you. And I salute the ladies and gentlemen of the open source community that have spent so many countless hours developing fantastic software that make it available to the general public um, without uh, these very high costs and, and what have you. So they're, they're part of my heroes, that, that's for sure. Uh, Dr. Smith, you were going to say something? Yes, I was just going to simply dovetail and augment what you had indicated and articulated about the students at Parkland High School. Uh, in my view, um, my heart goes out to everybody there in Florida, but those students at the high school, they should be highly commended for their courage, their persistence, their grace, and their intelligence um, and the myriad of ways in which they gave and continue to give voice to their grief and suffering. Um, they did it with such grace. They did it with such elegance. They did it with such determination that they, too, are my inspiration to continue to do whatever we can here on the local level here in New Jersey. Uh, so with... Um, I, I just can't. I just can't applaud, uh, applaud them enough. Um, ingratiate myself with how strong they are, and they are the model to follow in the future because they are the future, and they were brave enough and smart enough and articulate enough to say to their publicly elected officials, "If you take money from the NRA, given the purpose and function of the NRA, then we." We're going to do whatever we can to vote you out because we're going to be um, eligible voters 
in the not too distant future. And I was more than pleased, ecstatic, in fact, that they were able to articulate those messages to uh, their local politicians loud and clear. I just want to add one thing. Why why do we even need an NRA? Well, it's not well, anybody. Can anybody? Can anybody has? Yeah, yeah. No, you know that's really the bottom line. Is there really need for it? Because we have a Second Amendment, and we have gun stores, and people who make guns. You know, Smith and NRA doesn't make Smith and Wesson doesn't make doesn't make a little different cult. So we already have gun manufacturers. So why do we need an NRA? I I understand. You know, I understand uh, the purpose of it, but there's really no need for it. You're absolutely right. I agree with you, gentlemen, 100%. Well, I think the NRA is just a profit group. Go ahead. I just think that the NRA is a profit-grubbing entity that they figure that we can exploit the psyche and the fear of people by uh, supporting and saying, uh, let's let's, um, buy guns. And let's do the Colt 45 thing, the Remington thing, the you know, Smith & Wesson thing. Buy this and then fill your house with guns because here it is. If we got approximately 300 million people in America and America is the most armed country in the world, that's approximately, based on what I can understand, there's about 18 million guns in America that we know about. There's there's absolutely no need for that, uh, and so I I simply concur with both you gentlemen in regard to why do we need the NRA and why do we need to have so many guns? Because again, in Australia, when they had this problem, they didn't have it. It wasn't a reoccurring problem. In Japan, when they had this problem, it was not a reoccurring problem. Whatever the problem was as it pertains to these assault weapons and the mass murder that people were able to cause using the assault weapons, when it happened in Japan, it was an occurrence, it was a phenomenon, it was a one-shot deal, it never happened again. Part of my family lived in Australia, and they had a problem there with guns, and it never happened again. So this is a fixable problem, but for whatever reason, we in America – are reticent and we don't fix it. It, it, it. It's like a combination of things. Like, like you can see the symptoms in front of you, and nobody wants. Like, you have, you know, when we talk about mental illness, we talk about you know, symptoms of this child. Then we have these uh, uh, these medications given to these child to, to to these children, and then these and a combination of all these different things, and then the media, far as the. Uh, what what they see on TV, the violence on the movies. We give it, and if you're mentally ill, the video game violence can affect you. If you're mentally ill, if you're straight, you should be. Able to, you you can understand the difference between fantasy and reality. But if you're mentally ill, that can affect you. You know, and and there's a whole lot of things going on uh, in this country. I think is reoccurring because correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't they giving these children? More and more medication in the school systems, like they're diagnosing them for all these different, uh, uh, you know, attention deficit <laughs> orders and, and medicating up early, real quick, and, and that can't yeah. be good for you, uh, uh, short or long term. Yes, uh, I I agree. Yes, they are. I would just like to say, 
when it comes to the, the guns and, and and protection, um, they just voted, I think, a total of over a hundred billion dollars to the military. Um, and you're spending all this money, which would, you know, would give health care and what have you. I know. You right. can't hire, you know, uh, people to set up the perimeter that you, you talked about, the salary. Uh, exactly. It's not that hard. It's not, not that hard. I, I have a plan if you if you really want to protect the children and the teachers in the school, in the school systems. Yes, this is, and, and my plan is not perfect, but I have a plan, and you can augment it, change it, do what you need to do, and you could take it to every school system in America. So, yes, it can be done if they really want to do it. Yeah, well, I, they're, they're, they're certainly spending the, the the money, and it's it's not protecting people. And when you have a philosophy that that basically says uh, the solution to problems is to use violence. You know, yeah, we'll bomb them. You know, when you when you uh have a, a presidential candidate saying that, yeah, we'll we're gonna invade a country and take their oil. You know, that's how you solve problems. I got a problem with you, I, I shoot you. Yeah, well uh, okay. I man. I just wanna I, I, I just wanna say what well, I want to say one thing. Arming, I'm going to agree with both of you. Arming teachers and arming administrators and arming school aides or lunch aides or, or, or anybody, janitors, is the stupidest idea ever. You don't need to do that. It's not, I'm, not, I'm going to go beyond it's the wrong thing to do. It's the dumbest, stupidest thing to do. It, it opens up more liability than, than, what, it's, than what it's going to solve. So that's the stupid. I don't even want to go into detail about that. I just, I just had to share that. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead, Sam. Well, just just as just as from on a marginal tangential standpoint, uh, based on what you just said, Captain Selby, is that here's the thought: What if I am a teacher or a cafeteria worker or a custodian or whomever, and I am armed with a weapon of whatever persuasion or whatever model, and I have a bad day. And I'm I'm subject to mental stress, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm prone to displaced aggression because something happened to me. I'm mad at my boss. I'm mad at my wife. I'm mad at my dog. I'm mad at whatever, <laughs> whomever. And I come to school, and I and I just because I'm thinking about my troubles, I just lose it one day, mm-hmm. and then I'm so angry. I'm out of control. I pull out my weapon because I'm so upset by way of displaced aggression, and then I start hurting people that otherwise would have never been hurt because I was provided or where I was able, I was trusted with this weapon that was issued to me by whatever training program that I allegedly went to and allegedly passed. And you would only need mm-hmm. one of that type incident to occur because it's right. the training. What kind of training are you give an individual? Here, I'm working. I'm a teacher, and all of a sudden, you give me a gun. Uh, right. The police training. The, the, the police have continuous training. You have to shoot every year to qualify every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what courses are you taking? You're, are you updating? Now, along, okay, you're an English teacher. Now I have to do this on the side too. I'm a gym teacher. You no, know, that's this is that's the most ridiculous. We have the 
resources in place right now. We really do. Mm-hmm. We, we, all you have to do is utilize them properly. But nobody really wants to do that. <laughs> nobody wants to work. Yeah. That's the problem. My, I'll be, I'll be honest question. with you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, why don't they want to do it? Because it costs money. Um, a life is priceless. So whatever it costs, that's what it should cost. It's, what, it's what, what Sam said. They're at the trough like pigs just sucking up all the money. There's a whole lot of money in these municipalities and, and state government and this and that. And instead of using it properly, they're just sucking it up. It's, I mean, there's people going to jail all over the place. And not really being reported, you know, for corruption all over the place. You know, you have to have, first of all, you have to have people in positions of, a political position of, of integrity, real integrity. That's very hard to come by and find. And when you have that person, you've got to keep and nurture that and have that grow. Uh, if, you, if you have a lot of these politicians right in your face what they're doing, it, it's disgusting. You know, so, you know, that that's part of the issue right there, too. But with the resources we do have in the school, with uh, with the chain of command so that's in place, you can make people do their job with enough people's uh, of anger and outrage when you're talking about the children. So that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Protecting babies because we're talking yes. preschool. Exactly. Children, and, you don't have, you know, and you don't have to pre- arm anybody. You can take the resources right. you have, the security officers, uh, armed police officers, the police department itself, redirect some of their resources to, you know, could maybe, could, uh, of higher importance. You know, and, and Sam would probably have, could have a better uh, a biz model of what to do with the police department as far as patrolling schools and things with, with the perimeter I'm, out, I'm outlining. I, I would mm-hmm. outline. It would literally be a perimeter around the whole entire – every. Yeah, just just real short. Again, I go back to, again, we're talking about babies. You know, as young as five years old. And college students from Virginia Tech, you know, 19, 20, 21 years old. So that's the gamut of youngsters when we're talking about taking away people's lives. And all of those lives are priceless Mm -hmm. and should be guarded with all that we have within our being to do, to protect. Absolutely. That would seem like so family value. I'm sorry, Sam. I think I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, that that uh, you didn't. Uh, that would seem like um, family values to me. What you just uh, described, protecting teenagers, and they're like babies to me because you know I'm, absolutely I'm a citizen. You know, so um, that that's our future. So right, it seems to me that that's where the priority should go. If you have a military budget that's um, larger than the next six or eight countries combined, what they spend on the military. And you can't prevent this from happening, this domestic terrorism from happening right here in your schools, destroying your future. Something is wrong with that that entire agenda. Absolutely. Well, like Captain Selby said, I think um, when you have people who are more interested in their own personal profit that they can gain from this phenomenon that's going on with the weapons, with the guns, and the politicians who fall right into that, then that's part of where the problem is. And when you have the NRA or any other entity or any other group or any other lobbyist or any other, you know, conflict group more concerned about their agenda, which is not hidden, 
to control the people who, of course, make the laws because the NRA doesn't make the laws. They control, by way of their money, the people who make the laws. So in as much as the NRA has such a great um, persuasion or pull or influence over the people who are eating at the trough and filling their pockets with un- with obscene amount of money, that is part and parcel of where the problem is. Oh, yeah. And, and I will also like to point out that um, you have a, a right to cause serious bodily injury or death, but you don't have single-payer health care. So <laughs> you've right. got something that's going to take away somebody's health and, and, and possibly kill them. But many people who file bankruptcy, I think it's 50%, are yeah. because of medical expense. Medical and expenses, they yeah. So, and you're talking about people who, who who have their lives together prior to that medical illness. Most of these people are homeowners, yeah. and, and yeah. the life savings are, have been uh, put, put away. You know, and you know, uh, kids are, are already went through college. This is it's sad, and you're absolutely right when you're talking about that's the impact that it's having uh, these, these bankruptcies uh, through. Medical, which is shameful. Yeah, so that that, but, that, could, but, that could be solved. You know, I think yeah. that's more important than having a deadly weapon. That's certainly yes. Yeah. I I'd rather have single payer than <laughs> yeah. have the authority to have a, a, a an AK forty seven or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I was going to say succinctly put, the big pharmaceutical companies, they are one of the people or one of the entities who are at the trough. And look at all the profits they make year after year after year. We're talking literally trillions, plural, trillions of trillions of dollars. Yeah, Yeah, and then on top of this 25% tax cut that they got, think about how much more in the way of more trillions of dollars they'll be making with that incentive. So they don't want to protect people because their bottom line is the almighty dollar mm-hmm. and a whole lot of, of the almighty dollar. <laughs> so much money, they're making so much money they can't count. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're, you sure hit the, the nail on the head with, with, with that because the, we're talking tr- trillions with, the, with a big T, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, year, uh, yearly, too. So that's the sad part. Well, right. my thing is protecting the children, uh, the Second Amendment and all that, tyrannical government stuff and fighting the government. I mean, if the government weren't coming here with the army and kill everybody, you're dead. Okay, so let's forget. Okay, that, that's that. Well, now, they want to make money, so they're not going to do that. So we want to protect the children. What we do is the camera system that we already have in place everywhere, you have that connected to whoever's monitoring the school. You have and then what you trigger that instantly if something happens with the incident command system. Incident command system now will go relay all the all the monitors in the school to the police station. Police station can send the units out. The persons are active act you activate it before the person gets to into the building. Make sure and the reason why you do perimeter checks you want to make sure all the doors are locked at all times. You have to actually physically go around and pull the doors. And you have to do it routinely. I know it sounds like 
you know, security have to do that. The, the, the teachers don't have to worry about it. The janitors don't have to worry about that. It's a very easy solution to, to, to help do this, but nobody wants to work. Um, you know, and uh, there is, you know, the, the plan, there's one plan, and anybody can augment it and change it like, like I'm trying to explain. And I've actually used it, and I've been on Channel 4. It's been, I, I utilize it myself. You know, it's something that I, I, I think I came up with, and it, and, and it uses all these different resources that we already have, especially the surveillance, what Sam's talking about, prior to not – let's not use the cameras after the person shooting somebody. Yes, how we use the, the cameras on the outside of the building, which we have, prior to them getting there, setting off alarms, because you can set them off when they come in certain certain perimeter, and that's it, very simple, and you respond to that. That's it. And that would that that would cut down a lot of that. If you're talking about domestic terrorism, people homegrown terrorists right here, then you can deal with the mental. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you deal with the mental aspect and all that. But I'm talking about protecting the children, like right now. Right. But um, well, un, what do you think about the people who are legislators and they're saying, "Well, now is not the time to discuss or talk about this. Uh, the wounds are too fresh. <laughs> the wounds are too." You know, hurtful right now to have a, a rational, reasonable conversation about this need to solve this problem. Those are the ones being bought off by the, by the NRA. There you're looking at them. You're looking right, at them. Exactly. Any, any, any this, of them that say that, that's them. <laughs> right. But this is what they literally say on TV or on the radio or at the town halls. They are actually articulating these points as talking points to deliver to their voting constituency. Now is not the time to talk about this. The wounds are too fresh. The pain is too great. Um, And how long has this been going on here in the United States of America? Yeah, it's it's, it's pathetic. Uh, We have about uh, less than minutes, uh, gentlemen. And um, uh, I know Andrew had pr- proposed his solution, um, uh, w- which is very feasible. Um, the problem is that so much money is being sucked into uh, the military and tax cuts for the rich that the uh, state governments are, 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 are strapped, uh, county governments are strapped, and the um, municipal governments are, are, are strapped. Um, and in many places, uh, you know, maybe they'll give out more tickets to, to collect revenue for the city or fines and summons and, and, and things of that nature. So if you need to hire an additional 50 or 100 uh, uh, security people in a given, you know, municipality, um, where, where's the money going to come from? But in, yeah, I mean, they never say that when it's time to uh, give money for bombs. You know, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. They, 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 you know my answer to that, Sam, is they, they don't want they don't want to protect the children now. Then, then not. as much as they're then if, here, if they're crying, yeah, they don't want to really protect the children because uh, it wouldn't really be that much in dropping up to what you're talking about the military spending. They drop a drop in the bucket. <laughs> which which and, is what and, I was going to say that, that the money is the there. Reason. Go ahead, Doctor Smith. No, what I was going to say real short is that the money is there, is that they just mis- they misappropriate the funds or they direct the money where they want it to go um, based on what their whimsical predilections are or what their preferences are. The money is there. The money's always been there. It's just that it's right. been funneled to somebody else's special interest. 
and, and there's, there's and again, no think of, you're right. Those kids don't count. What counts is those big donors or, or, or whatever. They don't count. Yeah. They're never going to count, no matter how many kids or teachers are killed. Never going to count. They're never going to do the right thing until you elect people are divorced from this big money. And, and the big money old. is old. Right. The big money is the old money, the institutional money, the money that's been uh, in our country <laughs> literally for decades, for hundreds of years. And that's why, again, I can't help but applaud the youngsters um, in Florida for being as courageous as they've been, as savvy Absolutely. as they've been, you know, Absolutely. as articulate as have they as they've been. Um, and uh, there are youngsters all over the country who are organizing to march this month on Washington to let their voices be known. But, yeah, that's part of what the problem is. The big people, the old money, who have been at the financial trough, you know, sucking up as many as many funds as they can for their own personal self gain, and it's um, the children, no matter what age they are, from pre-K to college, they are considered collateral damage. Yes, collateral damage for profit. Yes, and that's that's horrific. That's horrific, but you, right. you are correct, and you're not, you're not, uh, you know, over embellishing it or exaggerating. No, uh, or even being facetious. That is no, factual. I'm not being right because think about those parents of those youngsters who died in Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, Columbine, Parkland, and more and more and more. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, and, ask ask them but, how they feel. Well, look, look short. Look at how, when the when the president had those people from Florida come to him, and that father got up and expressed his raw, naked, truthful, honest, authentic feelings—not opinion, feelings—about how he had to bury his daughter, and he'll never be able to see her again. And the only way he can visit her is in a cemetery. And she was struck down at 14 years old. And 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 now we we have to debate on whether in fact we you know we need in a modern enlightened society we need military weapons in the hands of regular people. Exactly. And again, this this is murder. This is slaughter. This is you know I can't say it any clearer than that. This is murder. And this is slaughter, and we're just going to flippantly just not pay attention to it or not address it because um, the pain is too great, and now is not the time. Yeah, this this coincides with a show uh, real quick that we did years ago, and Sam had talked had addressed this, and that was uh, you know mental mental institutions just releasing people like police, you know, just releasing people into the street. Now, these people are releasing the street, and they can go buy guns legally. Forget illegally. You're absolutely right. Just, uh, I'm putting this all together. It's like <laughs> kind of scary. Because something has to be done. We shouldn't be debating any of this. There's action should be being taken immediately before something mm-hmm. happens again. Mm-hmm. And, and based yeah. on the law of probability, it will happen again. It's just yeah. a matter of time. 
Absolutely. And 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 they'll be saying they'll be saying the same old song after mm-hmm. the next one. You know, well, right. too soon. Uh, guns don't kill. Um, <laughs> we we don't want to provide the. You know, they they wanted to to, to get silencers on guns because it said we Jeez. have to check the, uh, the the hearing of you know people that would be shooting um, shooting the gun. I mean, this yeah. is mind boggling. <laughs> this is just another way of exploiting people's fear for profit. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, that, that, I'm gonna back up. That is so stupid. Don't you your blood pause? You go to hear a gun range. You put if you don't want your hearing hearing to get messed up, you could put things right over top of your ears, and you're, and you're perfectly fine. Okay. Silences on those automatic weapons or semi-automatic weapons. So instead of hearing the the the, the rapid bangs, you might hear a little boop boop boop. You know. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's that's beautiful. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable! It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. And we're supposed to be a sane. Society, we're supposed to be the uh, leaders of the, the so-called democratic process. We're supposed to exhibit family values. It's all a crock. <laughs> Those are just talking points. You know, follow mm-hmm. the money. If you want to do something, you do it. Uh, you're not doing it because you're being paid not to do it. Not to do it. Paying for you not to do it. Well, gentlemen, what was uh, just about down to why here. I think we've had a great discussion uh, on this uh, topic. Absolutely. And um, I certainly thank you all for um, your input, uh, Dr. Smith and uh, Andrew uh, Selby. Uh, so we got about uh, 20 seconds or so. I don't know if uh, either of you want to give a, a last few uh, few words. Until our next episode. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to say something um, for at least five seconds. Uh, again, my name is Dr. Albert Smith, and the points that I express are primarily my own. And again, thank you for the opportunity to share my thoughts with you. I'll say good night and God bless. Well, thank you, everyone, and we'll be looking forward to. Um, you joining us uh, within a couple of weeks, and as usual, we will have a uh, great discussion about some relevant topic of uh, today. So, um, hey, stay safe.